Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and a producer of quality fertilizer products. Grow the future with Yara. Hello and welcome from me, Ken Rundle. As I promised, it's maize we're looking at this time. So joining me is Philip Cosgrave, country grassland specialist with Yara. Philip, maize has a double role in British and Irish agriculture. It's either an energy source for livestock or an energy provider in anaerobic digesters. Does that make any difference to how the crops are treated? No, we're growing these crops for for their energy value. So whether you're producing gas or whether you're you know feeding it to livestock, you know it's it's the energy content. So it's I suppose obviously yield is is part of that, but it's that ratio of of yield to starch percentage. So you're looking for good cob development, um, you know then that has a big impact on increasing the the, the starch content in the in the crop. So yeah, pretty much um, the same applies to um, you know, you want to try and optimize yields in, in, in both scenarios. I suppose most crops are just in or about to go in the ground. Yeah, there are probably, um, we'd like to see crops, most of the crops being in by the middle of May. Soil temperatures have been quite good as well. And, and I suppose um, cultivation conditions and, and that have, have, have been quite conducive to getting these crops in. So, um yeah, it's important, I suppose, to get these crops in and get them get them started. Some of these crops will be, particularly in Ireland, are going to be grown under um, cover, so under films, which um, which, which I suppose from from next year onwards there will be a change in that, and that we won't be allowed to use. Um, we'll have to use compostable films from twenty twenty three onwards. So that might change, um, you know, the number of farms that are kind of choosing to 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 use um you know grow these crops under plastic because it's likely that these compostable films are going to be more expensive but on the other hand as you as at the moment ukraine is and russia are looming large over everything to do with agriculture and markets are we seeing an increase in maize growing this year yes um i suppose maize the maize crop has been growing in 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 the uk steadily and and in ireland as well it's likely that um we're going to see increased uh, maize plantings this year look we it's uh, i suppose the cost of fertilizer and other costs that we you know maize um you know for the inputs for the nitrogen inputs we can use a lot of organic manures in them but for nitrogen inputs um it has a very good return on um the amount of dry matter you get back for every kg of, of of nitrogen you apply so i suppose farmers are looking to to grow and um, to be more self-sufficient particularly on, from the energy side of things so um i think that's why um you know farmers are, are likely to, to to grow more maize this year well you've mentioned a couple of things already but what is the priority in terms of nutrition over the next few weeks or months well from our perspective you know getting the uh, nutrients um right um, I suppose what you're looking to do is when you talk about crop nutrition and you're looking to optimize um, the, the yield potential of that, those crops and obviously the quality as well. I guess other aspects like weed control um, are, more up, are, are looking more at, at, um, at safeguarding the crop so, to, so that it can reach its, its, its optimum potential. But um, as with any crop, some some of them have higher requirements for for certain micronutrients um and so so some deficiency are are, are more likely um but regardless of you know what nutrient it is a deficiency of of whether it's a when you are major nutrients 
or whether it's a, a micronutrient, um, you're going to suffer a loss in yield and quality. But I suppose when we look at, because most of the crops are in the ground now and they've received probably, uh, if not all, of their nitrogen applications in the form of mineral nitrogen or whether in the form of organic manures and probably a lot of the, the P and K has gone in um, in organic manures as, as, as well. Um, we would hope that obviously sulfur has been applied at this stage in, in actual mineral fertilizer. It's unlikely that the sulfur in organic manures is, is going to be enough to supply the sulfur requirements of the crop throughout the growing season. So we'd like that a, when a mineral fertilizer is being used, that you use a, a sulfur containing one as well. But where we look at, say, phosphate, if we look at some of the other nutrients, phosphate is an important one, particularly in this early development. Um, you know, soil conditions haven't been haven't been too bad, but certainly we see issues where in colder conditions, say if the weather turns a little bit colder or in places where um, soils are that little bit heavier, that basically maize gets finds it difficult to, to take up phosphate. And I suppose basically the root system in these maize plants is not fully developed, so it's not able to acquire that phosphate um, quite as good as it should. Um, and, and this is typically we see this in, in um, you know, cold weather, you know, cold soils or in kind of inactive soils where soils may have been wet. But that doesn't seem to be the case um, this year because a lot of these crops have gone in in good soil conditions. But we don't know what the weather is going to be like over the next couple of weeks. So obviously phosphate is one to, um, to keep an eye on and make sure that the those crops I suppose, receive enough phosphate. Zinc and magnesium? Yeah, particularly magnesium is a, is a key component in chlorophyll production. So therefore, it's, you know, if you're trying to optimize plant growth, that's important to get that on. Whether it's on in the, you know, the fertilizer, you have to go by soil analysis as well as a good predictor of how the plant is going to um, be for, for magnesium. And I suppose you have to remember that about two thirds of, of the magnesium is absorbed from, you know, later on. So when the actual plants are, are, are closing over in the rows, to um to flowering so that's the time when the, the plants actually need um magnesium um zinc as well if you're talking about any of the micronutrients basically zinc is is particularly um important it, it plays a, a vital role within the plant and it's you know documented that its functions um you know whether it's in protein synthesis you know whether it's down to the the structural integrity of 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 proteins um and up to 10% of the proteins in biological systems need zinc for proper functioning. Um, so it's, it's not surprising that plants show high susceptibility to low concentration of, of zinc in tissues. So which Yara products are on the menu then for maize, bearing in mind these number of targets you're aiming to hit? Well, pretty much we're looking at, I suppose, foliar treatments need to be applied early in the season to prevent these deficiencies in these nutrients. And even if, you know, deficiencies are transient, you know, for peace of mind to reduce the risk of yield losses or reduce crop quality, you know, we should be looking at, you know, applications of whether it's our maize specific Yara Vita product, which is called Maize Boost. And this is designed for use on maize crops and it contains, you know, key micronutrients, magnesium, zinc, and also the other macronutrients like potassium and phosphate. So that's a crop specific one. Then you're looking at crops that we know are, are being grown in on deficient soils that are that are and um, there's a history of zinc deficiency. And you're looking at products like Yara Vita Zinc Track can be used on those on, on those crops. So basically 
you know, it's a, it's a, a product that can deliver high levels of zinc to those crops. Also, um, Yara Vita CFN is a nitrogen product with a slow release foliar end product that can be applied at the four to six leaf stage to help crops through any kind of transient nitrogen deficiency. And also um, it can be applied again, say, you know, up to kind of when crops reach kind of one to 1.2 meters in height, kind of that priest tassel stage. And it helps, I suppose, maximize efficient leaf canopy development. So basically you're keeping your leaf developed greener, um, you know, if there's issues there with that, you maybe undercooked nitrogen supply um, in the actual uh, base dressing at, at planting. It's a bit of an east-west divide, but certainly down the east coast, it's very dry at the moment in, in the UK. Uh, I think Ireland's had more than its fair share of rain, but uh, um, does that make any difference in terms of the stresses that the plants might be under and their demands? Yes, and, and particularly, um, you know, phosphate at this early stage um, and that you know, the root development in maize plants may not be developed enough to actually take up enough phosphorus, but we're looking, I suppose, to get you know, those foliar micronutrient um, applications on at that four to six, four to six or maybe four to eight leaf stage. But certainly where we've seen where phosphate uptake has been restricted due to uh, low soil phosphorus, phosphate status or whether it's to do with um, soil conditions that um, basically where we apply that foliar phosphate on the leaf, that is, um, basically absorbs that phosphate twice the rate of what, um, you know, what phosphate it can take up through the roots. And then it can actually transport that phosphate down, that foliar um, phosphate then can be translocated down to the roots to help develop roots. So it's not just that, um, you know, that foliar phosphate stays in the leaf, that it, it, it can be translocated down to roots, which will, which will then help um, develop a good root structure as well. Research is ongoing as far as all crops are concerned, and particularly maize. I gather you got some interesting results uh, from trials with biostimulants. Yes, and this is something that we're um, we've another trial this year um, in um, in the ground where we're looking at you know combinations of you know micronutrients, um, macro and micronutrients in the form of, of maize boost, but then looking at at, at um, biostimulants and and their interaction with both the micronutrients but also on their own and i guess the the the, the biostimulant that we we've we've used is is biotrack we had some good um results from uh maize trial last year where um where we included both maize boost and biotrack so maize boost was applied at five liters per hectare and biotrack was applied at the same time at two liters per hectare in a tank mix at um between at the four to six leaf stage and we saw yield increases of, of four and a half tons of fresh weight per hectare. Um, so the LSD on that particular trial was 3.4. So it was statistically significant um, result there for we include Biotrack. So basically helping the, the, the plant overcome, you know, those abiotic stresses. Um, and obviously it has a, um, a synergistic effect then where we where we use the the actual uh, nutrients in combination so that's interesting we'll run it again we've we're running it again this year but certainly um yeah very positive results for the role of biostimulants in in um, maize crops well for farmers looking to nurture their maize crops in the coming months what are you hoping they'll remember and pay attention to 
particularly, uh, you know, when it comes to monitoring their crops, um, obviously weeds, um, you know, uh, making sure weed control is good, but also looking at, I suppose, the, the nutrient requirements. And even though the nutrient requirements, you know, the, the, the may have been supplied in the form of nitrogen, phosphate and, and potassium and sulfur, but it's important to keep an eye on the plant. And I guess this is where, um, you know, tissue analysis comes into play that if plants look like that they're not doing as well as they should that you send tissue analysis off to actually understand maybe you know is the is the problem maybe a, a micronutrient problem or a macronutrient problem and then by addressing that with a foliar fertilizer and well if it's maize boost or whatever the product um you think is appropriate so you know monitoring those crops because it's it's important to get that crop off to a good start in that early stage of development philip cosgrave thanks very much clear and concise as always and that's all for now but join me ken rundle in a couple of weeks time when we'll be looking at organomineral and fossil free fertilizers thanks for listening thanks for listening to yara's grow the future podcast for more information visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie